1: Now, instead of pumping money into daycare, the government should give vouchers directly to parents which could be put towards the cost of creches or make it easier for one of them to stay at home with the kids. That's the view of David Quinn, columnist with The Sunday Times and director of the Iona Institute. David, you're kind of going against the, the grain at the moment. I mean, there's a view out there, make childcare free at the, at the point of service. You take a different tack.
0: Yeah, I'm going against the grain of kind of um, uh, government talk and opposition talk, but I don't think I'm going against the grain, maybe for once, of public opinion, because uh, polls pretty consistently show, uh, I've seen a Mark polls in this, for example, that when you ask parents, what's your ideal childcare option, if money wasn't an obstacle, and only a minority, only about 20% say daycare, Around half say, well, I'd like to mind the child at home myself. Now, this is preschool children. And then a lot of others say, I'd like um, some other family member to do it or a child minder in the home. So there seems to be an assumption in this debate that uh, everybody... Every parent or young child wants to put that child in daycare. And if that was true, then it would be justified for the government to put as much money as it can into the daycare sector. But if it's not true and it's not, well, then you can't be putting all that money into daycare at the expense of the other choices parents want to make in this regard. And I don't think we've had a proper debate about this. I think it's been kind of assumed that all parents want daycare and obviously... Parents who do put their children in, into daycare and are, are rightly aggrieved, Now, I was listening to the programmes last week in News Talk, are rightly aggrieved at the cost of it. Uh, but the voices of other parents also need to be heard, but there's mainly those parents who, who would rather have some other option other than daycare, and therefore a fairer way of allocating scarce government um, uh, resources must be okay. arrived at.
1: You see, we haven't had the debate. The counter-argument is we've been having nothing but this debate for the last 20 years and it's actually one of the reasons why government has actually done nothing about this. Ever since individualisation, governments have actually been terrified to do anything that would discriminate against people who are opting to stay at home and that's Mm. a a very legitimate uh, choice. But because of that then, nothing has happened in terms of childcare.
0: Well, you see, a number of years ago, and I think this is before the Troika came in, they actually had this thing called an early childcare, um, allowance, I think it was called. So a supplemental to the children's, uh, uh, to the child benefit. And it was for children up to the age of six. I think it was a couple of hundred a month. Uh, and they got rid of that as part of austerity. And actually then they reallocated some of that money later into daycare. Um, so even though there's been, um, you know, uh, uh, this kind of delay in putting more money into daycare, although quite a bit happened under Catherine opponent, Roderick O'Gorman's predecessor, As Children's Minister, the amount of money began to go up and this is in line, by the way, with EU policy, because EU policy is extremely pro-daycare. Uh, I think the main reason that the government hasn't pumped more money into it is not particularly ideological. Um, I think it's because there simply hasn't been enough money to do it, because obviously, public resources are scarce, and they're going to get more scarce. So even though Roderick O'Gorman is promising to put more money into daycare, into coming budget, I don't think there will be very much to do it. Uh, but what you do here, all the rhetoric from the government is we'd love to do it, and we'd love to do it as much as possible but we have to wait until we can afford it to do it properly. Okay. And, what, and what I hear absent is this other possibility that actually most parents don't want daycare. Uh,
1: the other argument, I suppose, for uh, going for uh, subsidised daycare is we want more people in the workforce. We want to encourage women to come into the workforce.
0: Uh, yeah, and that's a very economic argument and it's kind of an understandable argument, but let's be honest about what it means. It means that uh, the economy begins to override what people actually want um, and so it becomes a kind of type of social engineering, in fact. And it becomes a kind of opposite of the type of social engineering, ironically, that Eamon de Valera was attempting in, uh, you know, the notorious Article 40, There's a 42.1 of the Constitution which speaks about uh, no woman shall be forced out of the home due to economic necessity. And here we have a kind of reversal of that. All women must be forced out of the home because of the government's economic necessity of turning everybody into taxpayers. So it's a kind of strange reversal of the 1937 situation and I don't think probably people want that. And I don't think they probably want the Yemen Devil era type of situation either. But we do mm. seem to have kind of reversed the situation here. And it can't all be about the economy either. Any more than once upon a time, it used to all be about the domestic sphere. Okay, so okay. F- right.
1: Fair enough. But we did have a, a report on poverty yesterday for the ASRI mm. and talking about consistent poverty. And those most likely to be in consistent poverty are women uh, who low-paid women who are uh, si- single parents, uh, they are the most likely to be uh, affected by poverty. Is there not an argument for saying they'd be, they are better off in the workforce and they're better off with subsidised childcare?
0: Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, see, the point is I'm not against subsidising childcare choices, but you see, under a voucher system, you can subsidise all the various choices. So those particular that particular category you're talking about can have that particular child care choice subsidised to a certain extent by this fairer all-round voucher, such as the one that exists, I mean it wasn't called a voucher, such as this early child care allowance that exists uh, pre-austerity. Or what you could do is you could take the child care budget or the daycare budget rather, and you could put, like they do in other areas, put a disproportionate amount towards areas of disadvantage. So there's various ways to do this. Yeah, okay. uh, but I mean, like what you're saying there is correct, but a bit of an imaginative policy can come up so with it's
1: as far as you're concerned, it's about giving parents the choice to do what they want to do.
0: Exactly, and also to ask them what they want, because I don't hear that enough in these various debates. Again, there seems to be just this, this assumption, which is very strongly in favour of daycare, and, and the underlying assumption, again, is that this is what everybody wants, but that's an assumption which needs to be questioned.
1: David Quint, columnist with the Sunday Times, director of the Iona Institute. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let us know what you think.